ask your attention, please. WrestleMania! Attention, everybody. Attention, everybody. Quiet down. It is a very large class this week. 93,000 of you are in attendance. Welcome Allegedly. To- Allegedly. <laughs> Welcome to the Classic Match Classroom. I am your professor, Tyler Wolf. I am joined, as always, by the prodigy, Anthony the Dragon Cerulli. What's going on, big guy? Oh, yeah. Classroom Mania starting off the only way we know how. It's with the Macho Man, Randy Savage. Ooh, yeah, I'm excited for this month. It's Classroom Mania. Let's get hype. So does that mean that I'm Ricky Steamboat then? Hold on, I got this. Ready? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Did I nail that or what? I have a broken larynx. Spot on. Spot on. (laughs) Uh, Well, as you guys can see, we are definitely in WrestleMania season. Full steam ahead. WrestleMania 3. Some people consider this to be one of the greatest matches in the history of professional wrestling, one of the greatest intercontinental title matches of all time. We will uh, run through the whole thing this week. WrestleMania 3, we're taking it to the Pontiac Silverdome, the Macho Man Randy Savage, and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Anthony, what do you know about this match going into this program? Well, I know all the hype around it, and everyone calls it the greatest match of all time. Uh, I think it's interesting that people consider this to be the greatest match of all time. But honestly, I've seen more of the main event and I've seen more of that whole feud between uh, Hogan and Andre than I have any of this. Um, I've seen little bits and pieces. You know, they're the iconic shots of the, you know, just the screenshots of, you know, uh, Sa- uh, Steamboat holding up Savage and all these different things. Mm-hmm. But I've never gone in and watched the entirety of this match. And nor did I know that there was a full story behind it, um, albeit a, you know, Maybe a simple one, uh, but here we are with a full story ahead of us to dissect, and uh, we're about to talk about one of the greatest matches of all time. But do we think it is? There's only one way to find out. Well, I think uh, I think it's time to get into this. What do you think? Ring the bell, because class is in session. Dig it! Uh, we're going to go right back to superstars of wrestling here, man, and it's... Uh, a one-on-one match and something you didn't see a lot at this time period between the Macho Man and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. And Jesse Ventura, right off the get-go, is putting over how he can't believe that this match is on TV and how lucky that we are to be seeing a match like this on TV. Really made it feel like it was something uh, of a really big deal the, right off the get-go, eh? Totally. I was very surprised when I saw that this was the first segment that we were going to get into. Uh but albeit, I was happy that it was because it gives you a little taste of what you're going to see going forward. Not to quote 2.0 or anything, but you get a little taste, a little taste. Ricky Steamboat's arm drags are a thing of beauty. <laughs> wow, man. Like, totally. wow. Girl. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, uh, just beautiful. I love how Steamboat, like, slows the pace down. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, will pick the pace up, pick the pace up, pick the pace up, and then slow it down again. Like, right. really frustrating the macho man in that. Um, great back and forth action. I thought the ref took a great bump in this as well. He really got wiped out. Mm-hmm. Savage goes on the top rope. He nails uh, the double axe handle to the outside, and Steamboat hits his throat on the guardrail. Mm-hmm. And Steamboat is just in so much agony. He's gasping at his throat. It looks like he's having a hard time breathing. 
So Savage, you know, gets the count out win here. And then the post-match, he's like, well, you know, let's finish what I started here by accident. Picks up the ring bell off the top rope, drives it into Steamboat's throat, and Vince is in the background going, he might have swallowed his tongue. (laughs) (laughs) And Jesse's going, no, Vince, you can see his tongue is out of his mouth. I thought they were (laughs) hilarious here. Vince was fantastic. What uh, What do you think of this angle here? Oh, it was perfect. It was the perfect way to start off this feud uh, because, you know, there's so much going into this and you needed that one little instance for Steamboat to really come back towards WrestleMania 3 and have a reason to go at Savage which as, with as much uh, intensity as he did. Um, I think the match was really, like I said, a taste of what you were going to get for WrestleMania 3 because there were so many beautiful spots here. A lot of great moves, a lot of great selling for each other as well, especially on Steamboat's end. He really made all of Savage's moves look phenomenal. Um, and I do also want to say that the commentary work of Vince and Jesse Ventura should be mentioned, um, especially even telling the story. And that becomes a trend throughout this entirety of this feud is that Vince and Ventura do a great job and Monsoon do a great job in really taking what we see and breaking it down as far as what you need to know going forward, especially a little detail like Vince, you know, as Steamboat is being carted out on the stretcher. Vince even says something like, he shouldn't be laying there. He's trying to catch his breath. You know, little things like that really get the fans, uh, you know, brain juices flowing and kind of think, you know, where's the story going to go? What's going on with Steamboat? So all of this was a beautiful way to start off this feud. Yeah, I I couldn't agree with you more. I really like feuds that start like this. It started with a normal match Mm -hmm. for the IC title, which Steamboat had earned, which was, you know, presented as a big deal on TV. And then they shot an angle within the match, count out finish, which is fine. Mm-hmm. You're on TV here, especially in this time period when you're only doing, they're only doing two, three pay-per-views. They only had two pay-per-views at this time going, uh, no, WrestleMania, that was it. They only had WrestleMania as their pay-per-view at this time period. Survivor oh. Series would debut later this year. Right. And, right. Then, uh, and then SummerSlam would debut the following year mm-hmm. in, in 1988, right? So if you're building up to this big show, you need to shoot an angle for it. You have all this TV time to use. You didn't get these guys polluted every week on TV. I love it, man. I love the space on this. I love I love shooting an angle within a match on TV. Totally. And then, of course, the post-match. Bruno San Martino is just absolutely sickened by the macho man, Randy Savage. Ricky Steamboat has been taken to the hospital by ambulance. He, he was in agony. His breathing is terrible, even though he had this tube down his throat. All of his friends were back here. we waiting for further news, further report. It, it, it was one of the most devastating things I've ever seen. No excuse in the world for it. There was no reason by this slime, the so-called champion, to, to have... Well, yeah, what's the update? Tell me, man. The hot... Are you happy about it? Send the hot dog to the hospital yet, huh? Put some mustard on him right now. Get him all set up for the champion right there. I'm so proud of myself. You I'm piece of slime. You're happy about Yo, piece of slime. <laughs> Put some mustard on him. <laughs> this was so awesome. I loved uh, Bruno. What do you think about this weird little twist in the in the feud here? Just it doesn't add anything, but like so good to see Bruno getting in a physical con, especially since this is you know well out of Bruno's prime. I uh, you know he was doing the commentary work and even as I can see, you know, some backstage work. Uh so 
to see him just a little get a little feisty with Macho Man was a really fun little angle here. So I will tell you, um, this did not end here between these two. This actually set up a really big run of house show matches between these guys. Really? I like yeah, to they... hear that because I know that Bruno did a little of uh, wrestling towards the end of his career. So it's great to see that it was with someone that he sets up a feud with going forward. Yeah. And, and this is smart, too, because, you know, you've got Steamboat off of TV selling this injury. Mm-hmm. And so he's not working the house shows either. And Savage needs mm. somebody to work on the house shows. So why not put in a, a, a proven draw like Bruno? And they drew, yeah. they drew good houses together. They did, uh, I think they did about two runs of house shows loops together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the first one would always end with a non-finish. And then I think they went to lumberjack matches after that. So were they usually the main event or would they be just like within the card? I, I think they were like pretty hyped in the main event. I know they did really well in Boston. I know they did really well in Pittsburgh where Bruno's from. And, and I don't know if they did a run in New York or not as well, but I know Boston and Pittsburgh, they both drew really big houses on this little little run here. Cool, cool. So now, of course, we get to my favorite, the event centers. You guys know <laughs> that I love me a good event center. Me and Gene Okerlund is going to talk to Ricky Steamboat's wife. Well, Gene, it's a tragedy that we're, we're trying to deal with the best that we can right now. It's, it's, not, it's not an easy one to take care of. I know it's, uh, it's a very delicate subject for us to discuss, but but it has been brought up. What about the possible retirement of your husband? Well, that too is a possibility. Of course, I'd like to have him home more, and and he is considering it himself. Gotta love some mean Gene, always asking the hard kidding questions. <laughs> I love the vibe of this one too. It was very like, you know got to get down to the bottom of this with a <laughs> with a little phone and everything mean gene i wrote in my notes that he just wears so many hats throughout the entire company yeah and he pulls it off so well he could do some funny work he could do some very serious work as we see here i mean he's amazing he should be in his own class in our hall of fame but i i think so i think he's i think he's like a shoe in at some point to get absolutely 100 percent. Uh, we get the update from me and gene that ricky steamboat has suffered an injury to his larynx mm. uh, which the official injury they say is a crushed larynx is what they went with throughout this feud yep uh, and it could be career threatening yep. of course ricky's wife is very upset very angry at the macho man um she says that uh, they haven't really thought about uh, I haven't really thought about retirement, but it's definitely on the table. Uh, we don't know yet. Uh, I really like, I thought this was a nice little touch, a good way to add another layer to the feud, not only by showing a personal side of how this is affecting Steamboat's home life, but also Steamboat can't talk right now. Right. So he needs somebody to speak on his behalf. So why not get his wife? I thought this was really smart. I made the injury a little bit more realistic and, and believable. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I love the realism that's added here. And I, I think that becomes a trend throughout the classroom is that whenever there's a sense of realism within wrestling, it just makes it 10 times better because it makes it more of a connection to the audience. You know, someone like me who hasn't, you know, wasn't even born or even a thought in, uh, you know, this age, you know, I can still relate to this because it's kind of drawing that sense of realism uh, from the story. So, yeah, I thought this was a perfect way. And it does you know, I like that they're kind of hiding, uh, well, not really hiding, but making up for the fact that, you know, Steamboat's off TV, he can't speak. So they're doing things like, you know, putting Bruno against Macho Man in the house shows or, you know, making his wife speak on behalf of him. I love all this story going into it because it makes you really want to see 
uh, Steamboat say something about Savage or eventually go up against him in a match. So this mm-hmm. is all really good storytelling here. Yeah, and then they've got time to kill the mania, and they're really making the most of it. You know what I right. mean? And uh, me and Gene putting on another hat here. He's taking a trip to the doctor's office. <laughs> He's going to talk to Dr. Bob. Bob Polovich. He is the chief physician for the World Wrestling Federation. And, Doctor, I want to confront you with a complete assessment of the recent injury to Ricky the Dragon Steamboat at the hands of Macho Man Randy Savage. Well, Gene, uh, Ricky sustained a crushed larynx in this uh, accident that occurred. Uh, there's no knowledge at this time about the extent of the injuries. Uh, he's able to breathe at this time. However, he does not have his voice and may require some speech therapy as time goes on. Uh, my concern at this time is whether his wrestling career is finished or not. Anthony, I'm not sure if I were to walk into a doctor's office and I saw Dr. Bob with that mustache and curly hair ask me to take a <laughs> deep breath if I would be interested <laughs> in doing something like that. Only in the WWF. Will Only you find in 1987, like Dr. Yeah. Bob. Dr. <laughs> Bob is Bob. very concerned about Ricky's steamboat, as you just heard there. He's not. He can breathe on his own, cannot talk, but he's not sure if he will ever wrestle again. Mean Gene, what a trooper, getting in the car and driving all the way out to the doctor's office. <laughs> uh, I do actually want to say that on top of you know them kind of uh, you know, shadowing and, you know, uh, hiding steamboat for a while while, uh, they make up for the fact that he can't wrestle. I also love that they're doing all of this and really hyping it up because it makes steamboat feel important. It makes him feel like a star. The fact that he's off TV, people are speaking on behalf of him. It's building up that hype, but it's also making people want to say, well, I want to see steamboat back in the ring and I want it to beat the hell out of savage. So that just makes him so much more important. It's giving him a presence while not being on TV so far this is a great story yeah and we're going to keep the story rolling here we got the macho man in action going up against do you know did you get the name sd jones sd pop, jones pop quiz for you sir Uh-oh. okay sd jones was in wrestlemania one mm-hmm. who did he fight King Kong Bundy and what there we go. and what they call the shortest match of all time although it was like what nine seconds yeah nine seconds that was probably more like 12 yeah but right. uh all right good job good job had to throw a little wrestle which wrestlemania that. month had to hit the wrestlemania trivia question very true very i saw sd jones and i was like i gotta i gotta be ready for this one i gotta be ready for this one uh we get pre-recorded comments from savage as he makes his entrance i love these little like things up in the corner what do you think about these little uh corner boxes that you see yeah they splice them in every now and then on you know even both wwe and aew but i would love to see these more often mm-hmm. uh i think especially within these uh squash matches and enhancement talent matches um i think it's really important for the commentators and for these promos to really pick up uh the lack of story that's being presented during these matches because obviously like it's just savage getting a win here like no one really cares but when you give a reason to stay invested in the story and you allow voices like Vince and Jesse Ventura to keep that story growing, even with such a minor match like this, that's the whole reason to do enhancement talent matches. I think we've talked about this on the show before that you really need to have that strong commentary team to keep it going. And especially you need strong uh, voices like Macho Man to even during, you know, just an entrance to still elevate it with a promo that's previously recorded. I also like to, to to even take that point a little bit further there is Macho Man has done something terrible mm-hmm. and he's just like 
this cocky guy about it you know yeah. he's just so full of himself oh i took out steamboat his demeanor the way he's walking the way he's talking i i just i really like seeing the heel be the heel there and yeah. and like you said vince and jesse are just telling this great story while macho's doing his work in the ring mm-hmm. absolutely and of, and of course we go back to the greatest storyteller of all time mean gene is now gotten on an airplane and flown all the way to Ricky Steamboat's house for a meeting with Ricky Steamboat's wife. He's everywhere. But Gene, I'm not only distraught and despondent, I'm angry. I mean, Rick really had to suffer over this injury. You know, there are many of those here in the World Wrestling Federation that contend that the injury suffered by your husband at the hands of Macho Man Randy Savage. Many say it was totally intentional. Well, Gene, of course it was intentional. He jumped from the top rope. He crushed Rick's throat. I mean, he didn't have any reason to attack Rick that way. I just don't have anything but hatred for that man. Well, Gene. Well, Gene. <laughs> well, every, Gene. Time, every time I heard this, all I could think about was Michael Scott in the office. <laughs> Hello, this is your girlfriend, and I'm mad at you. All I could hear. I just could not get Michael Scott out of my head this entire time. Oh Is Michael goodness. Scott going to be the honor roll winner right now? I don't Uh-oh. know. I don't know. He's not on the Mike. WrestleMania week. <laughs> I mean, it's Michael Scott. Maybe hey, Prison Mike. Who knows? Maybe he's going to do it. True, right. true. Oh, Distraught but... and despondent and well, angry. Gene. Well, Gene. Well, well Gene. Gene. Well, Gene. She was very angry. Very angry. Mean Gene making chicken, what is it, making chicken soup or chicken salad out of chicken shit or whatever? Something with chicken. <laughs> Something shit there. Uh, I mean, God bless you for trying, Miss Steamboat, but... Uh, yeah. Oh, Gene, I'm mad. I'm mad, Gene. <laughs> now maybe we'll uh, turn it over to the professional here. Let's hear what the macho man has to say. Mental insanity. Oh, yeah. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, your future seems bleak. Oh, yeah, it does. But you got involved over your head, didn't you? Macho Man Randy Savage, number one wrestler in the World Wrestling Federation. Take your wife's advice. Retire. Understand. Understand that you're learning sign language now. Understand you're trying to talk, communicate. Two more signs that maybe you can add to your repertoire. Number one could be possibly this, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Yeah, your future. And then possibly that if you ever decide to come back and wrestle the Macho Man Randy Savage. I'll tell you, this feud has got lucy the cat so excited the words <laughs> of the macho man getting a run in here lucy's man, trying to learn some sign language it seems she's just trying to listen so- <laughs> i think she's heard that noise and it's like what yeah. the hell is going on over here you know man, so we good. talk about being in the classroom i don't know if i would ever want to take a lesson from macho man especially in sign language because if if i'm gonna be learning this and <laughs> Who knows what a sign language class with the Macho Man would look like? I mean, it's it's almost as good as having a cup of coffee with him. But am I foreshadowing? I don't know. <laughs> a little foreshadowing there. I don't know. I like how Savage says, "Listen to your wife and retire." Uh, string it on the those you know the old family strings again. Um, pretty much just saying Savage is going to kill him if they fight again. Yeah. And, and Gene says that you know um, Savage hasn't heard the latest update from Doctor Bob though. 
and uh dr bob just kind of filling us in saying that steamboat's doing better you know mm-hmm. dr bob's working some magic over here man <laughs> he wants to get steamboat to wrestlemania uh it's the power of the stash i, I gotta say though the next part here with with ricky steamboat trying to speak is oh boy. it's so awkward it's bad it's you know steamboat like he's like talking normal and then all of a sudden he's like hello this is ricky steamboat. <laughs> and he just starts making these weird noises like i don't i don't get this one i don't know man you know same thing he's at home cutting a promo it's just not great steamboat's promo work here i i gotta say it's it's not great savage i want you listening up now i'm talking to you You are a priority in my career right now. Before the end comes, you will have suffered. It's like, it's like watching a new wrestler, like working a match. And it's like, I've had my leg worked, worked over the whole match. And then he's making his comeback. He's like, yeah, let's go. Oh, oh, my leg. Oh, it's like, I'll kill you, macho man. Ah." I love that steamboats version of having a messed up throat is slurring his words <laughs> he's going savage i want you to talk to you right now do you like <laughs> what <laughs> i don't uh yeah i don't know like i was thinking maybe like he would be talking more like ah, like yeah man i will get you like you or, know what i mean just like, doing anything other than what he was doing give him the yelling pain voice module yeah <laughs> savage where are i i'm going to get you that's like but instead he's just yelling and then being like like, i don't know man Uh, again maybe let's um let's go to the next scene here and let a real professional uh show you how it's done steamboat man let me show you something macho man randy savage high in the air wait 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 it's a lovely doll, but it's got a lot of hair on top of it there. I don't know. Yeah. Oh. man. In fact, what I'm going to do, eliminating all circumstances of sarcasm, I'm going to give you a super gift. Yeah. Dragon Ricky Steamboat, his throat is real bad. But you can have a macho man, Randy. Why, thank you so much. I... Thank you, son. That kind of you. I have a little gift for you, too, my friend. I have here a ringside ticket for a wrestling match because next week you got a ringside ticket to see Mr. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat wrestle. Thank you so much. I don't know if this was to push the match or to push the action figures, but I love it, man. Give me Piper all day long. <laughs> Savage with some LJNs pulling out the LJN figures for this one. Boy, if he, would, if he would know what that figure's worth in that kind of condition oh, these days, man. I know, right? Throwing Ooh. it around and everything. Jesus. But um, no, this was, I was excited to see that we have uh, every 80s feud. I feel like there's at least one Piper's Pit segment. Every every few that we've had, there's always at least one. But um, no, Piper is amazing here. He, I like that he sets up that... um. You know, we're going to be seeing Steamboat next week and, uh, you know, we get some LJN action. Um, Savage is always great. And uh, well, question to you. Uh, 
do we ever see well i guess not because he's going to turn face here pretty soon after this feud but would we ever see piper and savage go up against each other or was this just a uh, so rowdy or... piper right now is um in a in a heated feud with adrian adonis heading into wrestlemania 3 mm. and it's being built as piper's retirement match mm. okay. so uh and i i do have the entire build for that i highly recommend we go over it one day it is quite mm. an entertaining build yeah, for and sure. And shine some love on Adrian Adonis, man. That guy was a worker that nobody talks about. Totally. But for another lesson. Another lesson. <laughs> for another day. Uh, I, I love this. Uh, you know, Piper, give me Piper all day. I love that we heard Savage pull out his Danger Zone line. I really yeah. enjoy that. <laughs> danger Zone, yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, we get Ricky Steamboat's return to the ring. Uh, Jesse thinks that Steamboat isn't 100%, which I love how he's curling in on that. Mm -hmm. uh, you get your little promo in the corner of the screen again with uh, Macho Man, uh, you know, saying that he's not watching because Steamboat's going to be rusty and he doesn't care. Uh, we talked about this kind of like little promos in the middle. I absolutely love it. Mm -hmm. uh, Steamboat protecting his throat throughout the whole match as he gets his win. And uh, the opponent here, Mr. Barry O, you recognize the name? It's Mr. Randy Orton's grandpa, is it not? Uncle, I believe. Uncle, it's yes, his dad's uncle, brother. Uncle. That would make an uncle, I believe. Yeah, that would he make just an uh, uncle. sadly passed away last year, Barrio. Ah. Uh, yeah, what did you think about the return of Steamboat here? Yeah, I thought it was a solid match to bring him back in. Uh, I like that he was protecting his throat throughout the match, keep that consistency. Um, just a solid return for him, and it was good to see a little Barrio cameo. He very over with the crowd too, Steamboat, eh? Oh, absolutely. Big, big pop for his return here. I also never knew that his theme song around this time was the uh, Chicago Bulls uh, little... Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, it fit him so well, too. Yeah, true. I was getting ready to see Michael Jordan run out, but here's <laughs> here's Ricky Steamboat. Not a no, bad replacement. You didn't get Michael Jordan running out. How about Georgie Animal Steel running out instead? Oh, true. We're very taking true. us over to Saturday night's main event. Anthony, I just need to know if if what you know of Georgie Animal Steel and what you thought about Georgie Animal Steel. <laughs> um, so I knew about George the Animal Steel. I, I never watched anything with him, um, but I have seen little clips of him. And I always thought that he was definitely a presence, I, I guess is something to, to call him. Um, just a question. How old is George the Animal Steel around this time? How old? Do you I gotta say he's in his forties, like high, like I'd say mid forties. Okay, because if you were to tell me he was like fifty or sixty, I would believe you because I, yeah. I could not tell how old this man was. Like, George had a huge run as a heel, like he did big business with Bruno uh, in in the eight the seventies. I would say the early seventies, maybe even okay. the late sixties, but. Like George Has he was always definitely had this gimmick, or was it something yeah, that he developed? Always later? the wild man, and okay. it's funny. Like George would only work in the summer seasons because he was a teacher. Really? Yeah, he's a teacher, <laughs> so he would he, he would disappear throughout the school year, uh, much like myself. He's a professor, I guess. Oh, true. And, and then all of a sudden, you'd see him show up. You know, at the end of the school year, in Madison Square Garden, laying out Bruno San Martino. <laughs> Uh, it's hysterical. I, I do love the spot that he does where he counters the clothesline by biting Savage. Yes, which that I, was I really good. Was great. Savage and George actually uh, had a big feud, as a matter of fact. Um, pop quiz for you. Mm. What is the biggest, what event, I should say, was the biggest match that these guys competed on? 
Was it WrestleMania 2? That would be correct. WrestleMania I did my two. homework. I did you, my you homework. You're ready for WrestleMania season. I'm ready for WrestleMania. They, they did compete at WrestleMania 2 for the IC title. So these guys have a feud already that's been established. George is just infatuated with Elizabeth, as we all are. God, she's beautiful. And uh, Macho is protective over here. And that was just kind of yeah. the basis for it. Post so was match. this like a uh, a big thing to see a WrestleMania rematch around this time, or was it just a, an, yeah. a just an average match here? Yeah, well, you know, these guys have this was like at the very end of their feud. Obviously, like their feud had fizzled out a lot by here because it's been over a year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this was just kind of like throw this match on Saturday Night's main event because they have a history. True, because okay. they're going to intertwine Steamboat in here with the post match, right? Right. Where we get uh, Savage looking to do the same thing to Steamboat with the ring bell. Or sorry, to steal with the ring bell. Steel. And Steamboat runs out and makes a save. Um, they also shot another little angle. I couldn't find the full clip of it. And I don't know what event it is. But it's around this time where George Steele actually picks up Elizabeth and carries her to the back. I think you see that <laughs> in one of the video packages leading up to the event. And Steamboat's yeah. like stopping Macho from getting her. Right, right. Um, and then, of course, we get what I think is the highlight of this whole thing. One of the most famous promos of all time. If you'd like to pour me a cup of coffee, Mr. Cerulli. Macho Man Randy Savage, Sarasota, Florida. Come on in. You're going to be defending against the dragon, Ricky Steamboat. What's the cup for? WrestleMania 3, Pontiac, Michigan. Yeah, 90,000 plus people watching right there. And this is Ricky the Dragon Steamboat's cup of coffee in the big time. Yeah, cup of coffee in the big time because you'll never get closer than now. I am the Intercontinental Heavyweight Champion and I will remain the Intercontinental Heavyweight Champion. And George the Animal Steel on the outside will be no factor yeah you say no factor obviously he is a factor or you wouldn't even brought it up oh wow mr sarcasm yeah i don't care if you got 23 wrestlers around the outside and it doesn't even matter no because i am ready and i will not let this opportunity slip through my fingers cup of coffee man yeah man wow man freak out I mean, Macho Man, just at his finest there, right? Cup of coffee in the big time. And so that is uh, that is it for the build here. Like, you know, not much more to say about that promo. You just heard it. I'm just going to let it speak for itself because it's amazing. What do you think here? What are you thinking about this this build? Where are you, where are you grading it? How are you feeling coming into WrestleMania 3? Are you excited um, for the match? I would say I'm def- I was definitely excited for the match at this point. Um, I think they did a great job in kind of, you know, keeping Steamboat uh, away from the spotlight, but keeping his presence definitely on TV uh, with the Macho Man promos. You know, Macho Man can hold a feud on its own uh, with just his promos and, you know, never see his opponent. Um, He's just that type of speaker, one of the greatest of all time, Uh, you know, with seeing Steamboat's wife and all of Mean Gene. uh, You know, I thought this was all very good. Um, the inclusion of Piper and George Steele were all, you know, pretty good. Um, I don't know though. I, I feel like you could have done a little bit more to, you know, really drive home that this is a big match going forward. I'm floating around a B to a B plus for this feud. Um, I don't know. I, I think they could have done a little bit more to really drive home. Like, you know, steamboats coming back. This is going to be a huge thing. Um, I guess it's also at a disadvantage because, you know, we're not in the age of raw and SmackDown that you could have con- uh, consistent storytelling. Uh, but for what they did, I think it was solid. I think 
people were definitely should have been excited for this match going forward with what they did. Um, so I think a, a B to a B plus is pretty fair around that range. So I'll go yeah. for that for the feud. I'm with you on that. I think a B is good. I would like to maybe see a tag match with Savage and a heel against Steamboat and Steel. Maybe would have been nice going into it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Leading into Mania, you're going to see George Steele in Ricky Steamboat's corner. Do you think it should have been Bonnie Steamboat in the corner instead, with Liz <laughs> in one side and Bonnie in the other? Well, Gene, well, well Gene, Gene, I just think I'd be so nervous in front of all those people. <laughs> She's so angry. She can't be out there. She's going to hurt Savage. <laughs> I think it's time to take us to WrestleMania 3, March the 29th, 1987. We are in the Pontiac Silverdome in Pontiac, Michigan. 93,000 people, brother, at the Silverdome, not the Superdome. <laughs> and we have your Intercontinental Championship on the line. Your champion, the Macho Man Randy Savage, accompanied by Miss Elizabeth, going up against Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, the Challenger, accompanied by George Animal Steel. Mr. Cerulli, the classroom is yours. All right, let's do it. So... First things first, all of the pre-match stuff, phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Be it the promos, especially Steamboat's promo, which, you know what? We don't really do this during the match, but I just want to play Steamboat's promo. Just let it play out, and then we'll come back to us. All right, Ricky the Dragon, yeah. Steamboat, someone special. George the Animal Steel in your corner. However, in my opinion, this could be your last shot at Randy Savage and the Intercontinental title. My last opportunity. Randy Savage, the day has finally come. The minutes, the seconds, we have reached our moment. As you and I climb into the ring, we clash like two titans. But there will only be one winner. One winner, Savage. This dragon will do the fire. This dragon will scorch your back. I will come away with the championship belt and see new horizons. Just one of the best promos, pre-match promos that I've ever seen Uh and it definitely makes up for he, he, he. So well, I'll there, give right? him a pass on this one. Um, but uh, even, you know, with the entrances, with those little, you know, mini rings, uh, you know, I, I've seen that from Hogan and Andre before. So it was no surprise, but just just a really good, you know, presence overall to really add to the match. Um, great opening, um, very fast paced. Um, you know, it even brings out a little character in both guys. Um, you know, you see Savage kind of pulling Elizabeth around the ring, adds to his character, and, you know, Steamboat's just ready to go. He's all fired up. Uh, very quick. It becomes very personal early on. You get that iconic shot of uh, Steamboat choking out uh, Savage. You know, all of this is really good. Um, unlike previous weeks, ever since we've returned from our hiatus, um, I've been really following the story as far as, like, you know, the pacing of the match and... Uh, you know, working body parts and all of that. But I'm going to tell you, there's not a lot of true, like a consistent story to be told throughout, at least from what I saw. Whereas instead, you're kind of just getting a lot of these very explosive sequences. I wouldn't even say moves. I think it's more along the lines of, you know, just nice moves kind of put all together. Um, you know, I will say that uh, Steamboat kind of begins to work macho man's arm a little bit after that opening sequence um i guess in story it's kind of trying to limit his elbow drop if you will um i would have liked to have seen a little bit more of savage working the throat um but i will say 
that similar to my point earlier on in the episode, commentary does a phenomenal job in filling in those gaps, especially in the point uh, where they talk about why Savage didn't go for the neck earlier on. I think he uh, does a move to hurt his uh, his throat. And, uh, you know, Monsoon is like, I wonder why I didn't do that earlier in the match. And uh, Ventura is like, well, you got to wait for your opening. You got to wait for your opening. Um, so I think that was a really good piece of storytelling to kind of bring you back in. Um, crowd is electric. I mean, of course they're going to be. There's 93,000 people apparently. So, you know, I would assume some of them are excited for this match. Um, just, you know, really fun stuff here. Uh, like I said, you're not really going to see like, you know, working the body parts or whatever. And you get a really uh, quick opening. So we're right in it. Very short match, too, I must say. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think they went over 15 minutes on this one. I don't think it was. It was right around that time period. Right. So, you know, so you really had to put everything in, but I think they did it really phenomenally. Um, you got a nice uh, reverse Irish whip into a crossbody from Macho Man. I believe it was uh, Steamboat goes for an Irish whip first. Uh, Macho reverses it into his own. And then Steamboat does just a big crossbody. I thought that was beautiful. Um, I get around halfway into this match and things just really start to get quick very fast. Um, again, those sequences. And I think that's really, you know, for me, a lot of people call this the greatest match of all time, and I can definitely see why people would say that. But honestly, I would rather replace the word greatest with the most influential match of all time mm-hmm. because you see a lot of in this match what you see on regular WWE programming just on a Raw or SmackDown. I feel like this is the match that if wrestlers are, and you know, I'm obviously anywhere, not anywhere close to being a wrestler, but if I was a wrestler, I would go back to this match 24 seven to try and pick up on the little things that Savage and Steamboat do throughout uh, because this stuff must've been groundbreaking around this time. You know, all these different, uh, you know, uh, pinfall roll-ups. There was a point in the match where Steamboat just keeps going for roll-ups and it's all different types of, uh, you know, trying to pin Savage. I thought all of this was really uh, amazing. I think they I did like 22 of them, I think is what the count was. I was it really? Wow. Something up there like that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're not going to see that in Hogan and Andre or Hogan and Warrior, you know what I mean? So, you know, to see this, it's definitely a, uh, uh, I guess, like I said, more influential, if anything. Um, I even like the little callbacks that we see in this match. And that's why, including the uh, the Saturday night's main event, right? That's where it was from, that original match? Or was it Superstars? Superstars, I think. Superstars. Superstars. Um, you know, that's why I like the inclusion of the Superstars match, because with a rematch, you know, these wrestlers are picking up on a lot of the things that they fell for in the last match. There was a point uh, where uh, Steamboat goes to skin the cat and Savage has obviously learned from the last match and he clotheslines him off the ropes, you know, just so uh, Steamboat doesn't take advantage of it again. Um, and I just write here just a lot of great moves on display. You know, like I said, everything's very quick. And that's the end of my notes simply because, you know, there was so much happening that it was kind of hard to, you know, keep things going. Uh but I feel like this is a very standard textbook match, but in the best way possible, because this is the first time that we would see a match of this sort. Uh, you know, you would get a lot of the same, um, a lot of the same stuff, you know, uh, in future generations of matches. Uh, but this is where you all learn it all from, you know, like you said, near 20 different, uh, pinfall combinations. I thought that was superb. Um, you know, Savage doing his character work, um, uh, I, actually, I think it's interesting that Steamboat is the one to kind of slow the match down a little bit. Uh, you were talking about that in the Superstars match, how Steamboat you know, gives you a lot of energy, energy, and then he's the one to even slow it down. Uh, so I thought that was a nice change of pace. Usually you'll see the heel kind of uh, slowing down the explosive face. 
So you get a nice little change of pace. Um, I don't think that they included uh, George Steele and Elizabeth too much. I think they didn't overwelcome their stay. You know, Steam, uh, excuse me, Steele obviously gets involved in the end of the match. But besides that, um, you know, to see Steamboat get a clean win over Savage, I thought was a great uh, ending to this feud, this match. Um, overall, it was just a, a fine match. And I think, all right, well, saying fine is a little bit underrating it. But this is where I kind of get to my grade. And it's that I can't call this the greatest match of all time. Mm-hmm. Of course, I haven't seen a lot of the greatest matches, but I compare it to what I've Hence seen. Show. Yeah, true. <laughs> we wouldn't be here right now. Uh, but from what I have seen, and I've seen a lot of great matches already. We're 16 episodes in, you know, Hart and Austin. Uh, of course, I, I guess you can compare it to Taker and Sean, although I won't. Um, you know, Eddie versus Mysterio. There are a lot of great matches. And I think this was more along the lines of, like I said, a more influential match, if anything. Of mm. course, that might be a controversial statement to not consider this the greatest match of all time. I, th- I think it's up there. I'm sure, it, uh, you know, as we go along, I'll have a better understanding of where I would place this as far as my ranking. But um, for the rating itself, I'll give it an A minus, I think. I'm with you on this, actually. Yeah, I'll have to give this one an A minus. Uh, I think the uh, the time definitely lowered it a little bit. If they went on a little longer, I think you could have done a little bit more. Um, you know, maybe a little bit more pacing, tell a little bit more story. Uh, but because you have like that twelve to fifteen minute window, you need to get a lot in quickly. Um, I think that they filled their time perfectly, but I would have liked to have seen more from it. Um, and again, this is just very textbook match. This is a lot of the foundation upon which you're going to see future matches built upon. Uh, so overall, I'm going to give this one around an A minus. I'm with you. I think that this is one of the biggest romanticized matches of all time. Yes, that's, I think it is that's fair. I agree with you about the influence it's had. I will say though, uh, from the moment that Steamboat hit that off the top rope chop where he jumped over the referee till the finish, the match definitely was unbelievable yeah, that was great. i will I, I think that the last five minutes of this match are some of the best wrestling that you will ever see true poor dave hebner was sucking wind so hard that i ran out of breath watching him <laughs> they blew him up with all of those pinfall attempts um i i'm with you i i think that it's a an a and i i'm gonna give it an a i i, I really enjoy the match I, I think the build i'll give it a b um, I do think that this definitely holds a place as one of the best WrestleMania matches of all time. Mm-hmm. And especially definitely the best intercontinental match. I would yeah, say. I would, I would say that's, that's pretty easy too. So I think that kind of puts a bow on the match here. And I kind of want to just talk about the aftermath here and, and mm-hmm. kind of the history of the business changing a little bit here. So you got steamboat as your IC champion and he went to Vince really shortly after this and asked for time off. And Vince wasn't happy about that, you know, really? especially in this time period, you're working 300, 300 plus days a year. Steamboat was about to have a child, wanted to be at home with the family a little bit. And mm-hmm. Vince didn't want that. So he said, I'm taking the belt off you. We need to have the champion on the road. Fast forward to Buffalo. Ricky Steamboat is supposed to drop the belt to the natural Butch Reed, mm-hmm. who no showed the event. Oh. Cue the honky tonk man. Oh, okay. And that's how the honky tonk man got his IC title run. Wow. Now, you fast forward one year later, we're at WrestleMania 4. Macho Man is winning the world title in this tournament. Mm-hmm. Everybody says that the biggest missed opportunity was that they never rematch these guys in the set, in the quarterfinals. Savage beat Butch Reed in the first round to move on to face the winner of Ricky Steamboat and Greg Valentine. And they put Greg Valentine over. 
You petty bitch, Vince. Right? <laughs> Can't have faces, two faces fighting each other in 1988. You know what I mean? Ugh. But such, uh, what could have been? We could have had the rematch. Everybody was so upset about it, myself included. <laughs> So before we get to next week, I guess it's time for the honor roll. WrestleMania honor roll. Man, there are a lot of options to choose from this week. You know, you got Vince and Jesse were fantastic. Mean Gene wearing every hat has got to be the favorite. Don't sleep on Bonnie Steamboat. (laughs) But there is one person specifically that I think deserves the honor roll this week. And without this person this match would never have happened and no i'm not talking about vince mcmahon i am talking about dr bob oh boy and his mustache (laughs) and his curly hair and i'm sure he has a hairy chest dr bob getting the work done to fix ricky steamboats larynx to make sure that we get one of the greatest intercontinental title matches of all time (laughs) for that reason dr bob and your fine doctor work I will take a deep breath for you, and you are in the honor roll this week. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, Bob. Good pick. I was I was confused as to why you weren't going to pick Mean Gene, but obviously the miracle work that Dr. Bob did to bring this match about, right. we wouldn't be here without good old Dr. Bob. He might be in the Hall of Fame just because of this. But you uh, think like if you think of like Dr. Bob, I I, I don't I, I would assume that he's probably not alive anymore. I think it's a fair assumption. He looked like he was in his late 40s to early 50s when this was shot. Right. But do you think that if he was still alive and like uh, you went to the doctor and like he's like checking you out, like it would be like you still got it. Because like, <laughs> I think Dr. Bob, like he can fix anybody, man. Anyone got an injury coming into WrestleMania season, call Dr. Bob. That's amazing. <laughs> you still got it. Oh, boy. We <laughs> have fun here on the classroom, ladies we and gentlemen. We have to. We have to. <laughs> we and have that's going to gonna put a bow on this week. Next week, we are continuing WrestleMania season. We're doing a little bit of a trend here like we talked about last week. Uh, this was our kind of, what? what's this, uh, golden era? What do, you, what do we call this era? Yeah, Hulkamania era. era. Yeah, the Hulkamania sure. era. Yeah. So now we're going to move on to something in the new generation. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, we're going to take something a little bit close to home for me, a couple Canadian boys. We're going to take a look at the rivalry and the match of Brett the Hitman Hart versus the Rocket Owen Hart leading up to their classic match at WrestleMania 10. This has got to be one of our biggest matches that we've done, you know, even with this Mania umbrella. Like Brett and Owen, huge feud that we have, and an even bigger match. So this is one to look out for, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun. It's one of my personal favorite feuds of all time. Uh, and I really encourage everybody to take a look at all the small things and just to see the greatness that is Mr. Owen Hart. Brett's little things, maybe Owen's little things. We got to figure it out next week. But I do want to say real quick before we end off today's episode that, of course, WrestleMania month for us, Classroom Mania, if you will, is five weeks So we are doing, we did this week was the Hulkamania era. We have new gen attitude era and then the ruthless aggression hour. However, WrestleMania Sunday is when we will release the last episode. And we are going to leave it up to the fans to decide which match we are going to do. We are going to put up a poll on our Twitter and our Instagram. We'll figure it out how we're going to do it with four matches. I would assume it's going to be one from every generation. And we are going to let you guys decide which match you feel is the best for us. Uh, We have some options that we're going to throw in, but ultimately you are going to be the ones to pick it. That uh, poll should be coming up around this week. So get your votes in because we cannot wait 
to get WrestleMania Sunday done the way that you want it to be. And we're going to learn something along the way. That's it. And I actually just received a notification that uh, Dr. Bob is offering vaccines to anybody that's looking for them. So. <laughs> they have to be injected in the neck, though. Because injected in the neck because it, it will help with your... <laughs> oh, that's fantastic stuff. And I think that puts a bow on this week. So on behalf of the Prodigy, I am your professor. And class has been dismissed.